Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and today I am joined by the owner of Boho Ranch, Natalie. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. For sure. So I have been following your boutique's Instagram for a little while now. And I love y'all's Instagram page. I'm like, I everyone that I interview that has like a shop or like an artist, I'm all about like the aesthetic photo, the photos and the way photos look and lighting and stuff. And you, you're, I don't know if you have a team or if it's you, but you do it very well. Thanks. <laughs> figure it all out. So that's an amazing compliment. Thank you so much. Yes. So Boho Ranch, for our listeners out there, if you had to describe your boutique to our listeners, how would you describe it to someone that may have not heard of you or may, because you are located in Portland, Texas. Yeah. And so how would you explain your boutique to just a, like an elevator pitch to someone? So I do this for fun. I was a stay-at-home mom, shop. A lot of my girlfriends came to my closet to buy clothes or, you know, I'm like, just take it. I'm only going to wear it once. No big deal. Shop in my closet. Um, so I love to pick like super trendy, fun pop pieces that I know will be accentuating. Um, it's not like, uh, every other store it's fun. The vibe is great and I just have fun clothes. Yeah. And so I do see that you are also pretty inclusive with your sizing, which a lot of boutiques are not. Yeah. So you go um, from an extra small to a three X. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, and that's that's big because you know I have friends of all shapes and sizes, and it's hard for them to go to like local boutiques and stuff because sometimes they only have, you know, just like your standard sizes that you aren't able, you know. And it's not it's a shame that you know just because of their size they're not able to look trendy or keep Mm. up with those you know trends and stuff. So that's great that you decided to do that. Yeah, wish I could have more. Um, I don't have a huge space right now so i'm kind of limited on my space for my extended sizes but and also i don't just choose i don't just buy stuff just to fill the rack you know it has to be cute yeah that's good so bell ranch how did you come up with the name for your shop and how did you start the business like how like you that's a lot to take right it's a lot to take like an online like someone you know i know a lot of people do like online boutiques now or um, because having a storefront is kind of a scary thing to do. So how did this whole thing start for you? And how did you come up with the name? So Boho is just a style, you know, it's more relaxed. Um, and then I actually bought a 16 foot cargo trailer to be a mobile boutique. So I didn't have to do the whole huge commitment of a brick and mortar. But my mom found this lease and we looked at it and I said, you know what, let's just do it. It's not very dependable having to use my husband's truck to go to markets on the weekends and do private sip and shops. So let's just do the damn thing. Here we are. There you go. You pull the trigger then. A lot of people, like I I always tell everyone, like if you are doubting yourself or you're afraid to do something, just like follow your gut feeling. That's the thing to do. And so what inspires you i know like the boho look like you said it's very casual and kind of you know that piece but what inspires you when you're picking out pieces you mentioned um that you don't just put anything on your racks right you have to it has to be something trendy you're not going to get it just because like you need to fill a space or something how 
how do you go about picking is it just like something that you think that you and your friends would like or like a collective would like or is it something like that might be big in fashion right now like how do you go about picking your pieces it's a big mix you know in the beginning i worried about what other people wanted me to buy and then after a while like i've been open for almost a year now and after a while i said you know what it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's what I want. You know, this is my store. So I pick what I like, what I think that other people would like. If people don't like it, then they'll tell other people that they think would like it and they'll come here. Yeah. And I think that's a, the same with any maybe business or even like art form, you know, like when I, you know, like podcasting, like, like not everyone's going to want to listen to this podcast. That's okay. You can go listen to another yeah. one, but you know what I mean? It's like, what do what, like, what do you enjoy doing as a person, you know, entrepreneur creator? Like, it's like, what do you know? Cause if not, you're going to end up burning out if you're not passionate about what you're doing. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't buy ugly stuff. I, I yeah. like <laughs> other people it too. And for our listeners, and maybe are just like, you are in your shop right now, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, so for our listeners, if you are just listening, you can go on YouTube and see her little aesthetic. I can see some aesthetic in the background that I'm obsessed with, like that lighting fixture. I'm obsessed already. So already here, this uh, building is vintage. My um, uncle worked here when it was a pharmacy and it was a movie theater at one point. It's been around. Mm, wow. So, yeah, I love like I can just see behind you and it just I love it. So when... All right, so you, I mentioned your Instagram briefly earlier, and is that just you? Are you running that whole thing by yourself? Yeah, I'm a you know one woman team. I do have one employee. She works here Tuesdays and Saturdays, um, but it's mainly you know me just figuring it out. Where my employees figuring it out with me too. That's a lot, you know. That's all to take on because you know you're helping your customer base. You're doing things like this, you know, in between, and then also running an Instagram. Is yeah. a, people don't realize running an Instagram alone is a business. It's a lot. <laughs> media. Yeah, social media is tough, y'all. Like, if you don't, if you're not posting, if you're a business owner and you're not posting on social media, you're, you are missing out on a lot of opportunity because that's where you get a lot of traction. I mean, that's where I found you, you know? And I was like, I need to have her on. Like, I love that you were inclusive with your sizes. I was like, all right. So I told my team, I'm like, let's reach out to her now <laughs> for this season. And so when you're starting your business, you said you've been in it for about a year. So that, you know, right in the middle of this pandemic, that has not, it feels like never ending. Mm -hmm. Was it, were you kind of scared to be, you know, be not only just because starting a new business is, you know, can be scary a little bit, but like, you know, the times that we were in, right? Like where people are still struggling, were you kind of like, oh, maybe it's not the right time? Or are you just like, you know what, I'm just like digging my heels in and we're going to figure it out? Yeah, we're figuring it out. Um, I've mentioned that exact same thing to a few people. And the best response that I will always repeat is, if not now, when? You know, it's never the perfect time. Just dive on in and get it done. Yeah, sure. What has been one of your favorite things about owning your own space and your own kind of boutique? What what if you had to say, like, what has been your favorite experience so far? I think just being social again. I was pregnant during 2020 and have two kids. So I just kind of became a stay-at-home homebody. And being a bartender for 10 years before that, super social, going to not being around anybody for a while 
this has really brought me back out of my shell and it's been fun meeting people and just better for my mental health for sure. <clears throat> kind of gives you your your place. It's like your escape, right? Especially if you have kids, you know. Uh, yeah. People you have you basically have like two full-time jobs <laughs> then <laughs> ever ending from like 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, and then and then and there you're on social media because you have to post there, right? Like we said, <laughs> like you have to be active on there. And so I know that, you know, you talk about your team is right now it's just you and one person. If you had to describe this past, you know, you said just almost a year now in just a couple of words, like for our listeners out there that are maybe wanting to kind of create their own kind of business, maybe a brick and mortar or online business. If you had to describe some of the things that you've been through or like experienced, like things that you wish you would have known beforehand, what are some things that you could share with our listeners that are one, maybe afraid to pull a trigger, like we said, right? And then two, just like a, in general lessons that you've like, man, I wish someone would have told me that. <laughs> I've just been taking it day by day. I don't really have any uh, regrets or anything. Um, my biggest piece of advice is you have to spend money to make money. So don't forget that. Spend all the money to make all the money, girl. Just dive deep and do what you love. Yeah, I I agree. Like, I you have to definitely in whether it's like investing in yourself. So, like you said, spend the money or investing in yourself in time. Like people don't realize time is money as well. So, like when we talk about spending money, it's not just like actual money it's currency it's actual like your time because doing like things like this like we're both taking time out of our day and you know this is time is money (laughs) and so you got to invest in yourself when you are posting on your instagram just because i do like i said that's what attracted me i always am scrolling through like just random i'll look up locations and i'm looking through random like places when you're posting for your Instagram, do you have like, are you just kind of organic with it? Are you just like, you know what, like, I want like, I love this look, I'm gonna put it together and take a photo. Are you do you kind of plan your content out? Because as like a creator myself, I my calendar is wild, like I have posts scheduled for, for like a month or two, you know, but I just like that person, like I have to do that. I don't know why. Um, so how do you take that approach? Do you kind of just, you know what, like in the moment? Yeah, I'm more in the moment. I see other stores that, you know, they're like, oh, launching our spring collection tomorrow. And I'm not, I don't want to wait. I'm too anxious. So as soon as I get something at UPS, I put it out there and put Because you never know if somebody needs that for an event this weekend. They don't want to wait. You know, they're going to go somewhere else. I want to show all the goods ASAP. Yeah, especially if you're excited because, like, you ordered it, you picked it out, and then you get it, you're like, oh, it's here. <laughs> right? It's like you're getting it. It's like a Christmas gift to yourself all the time. Here <laughs> for UPS. I'm sure they have it. So you also do online sales, or do you just have a website? How do, how do you incorporate the two and manage to do? Because on online business, is just, I feel like it's kind of like a separate, <laughs> another business on its own, you know? So... How do you kind of manage the two and our listeners out there? Like, can they order online? How does that work for you? Yeah, I waited about four months to actually do it, um, set up my website. And I don't know why I waited so long because it was actually super easy through Shopify. Um, It's, 
I haven't gotten a huge amount of online orders. I do mostly in store, which is great for me because I love speaking to people one so online isn't too bad. It's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And do you ship you like yeah. you'll you'll ship things out and everything. So if we have listeners maybe in San Antonio and Houston, I, I do we have I have a reach and market there. So you do ship online as well. So your trendy clothes, I know it's things that you would like and it's kind of relaxed feel, but is there anything that like, you know, everyone has like a taste. Is there something that like for instance, I'll just give you an example. There's some people that are like a floral print. Like they're just like, okay, I love everything floral. Do you, or do you have like an eclectic taste where it's just like certain pieces, like you just like kind of all over. It's like, I love that. I just get what I want. You know, I, <laughs> I, whatever's cute. You know, I don't really have like a type. It's just whatever I feel would look good and the fit would look good on all different body types. Yeah, I like that. And and I'm asking because I'm so interested because I've interviewed other teak owners and kind of vintage shop owners and everyone has their process or everyone is kind of like, well, no, this doesn't fit like my like my business or my store. And you're just kind of, you know, I like that you were like, no, I have to genuinely like it myself in order yeah. for, you know. Yeah. I'm passionate about like everything that I that I purchase. So, I mean, I, I think it's cute. So I'm going to sell yeah. it. It's just, I like it. It's, I have to love what do. And what is one major obstacle that you think starting up, maybe it was the website, maybe it was actually getting the inventory to fill your store. What was like the biggest obstacle that you think that you've overcome? I think it was balancing my work life and my home life. It's really tough. A lot of people don't realize when they start a business and, they're the, the head of the business, the owner, the manager. It's tough to find that balance, really work it out, not take your stress home with you. Mm -hmm. Like where do, where do you, especially being a business owner of your own, like it's not like, like you said, mentioned manager, like I'm a manager for a retail store. I kind of cut like my ties when I clock out, but like your business owner, it's like your baby is like, it's yours. <laughs> and so yeah. it's like, you, it's on your mind. Like, how do you draw that fine line in the sand? Right. It's like you can't take business home. Yeah, it's hard, especially when I'm busy during the day by myself. So I don't have time to shop. All my shopping is online. So mm -hmm. someone has to do it. So I'll be sitting in bed at 930 at night scrolling through wholesale. Mm -hmm. With your eyes like, dripping. Yeah. like I, you know, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, wait, did I buy that or was I dreaming? Uh, you get a package and you're like, oh, I don't remember that. But I love myself for that. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. And so we've reached the time now for you to plug your address, website, all that good stuff, Instagram. Where can people find more of you and Boho Ranch? Okay. So we are located in Portland, 504 Moore Avenue. If you know Portland, we are back to back with La Iguana Mexican Food Restaurant over by Sunset Lake. Um, we are at Shop Boho Ranch on Instagram, and our Facebook is Boho Ranch Co. Our website is www.bohobabesportland.com. 
Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Natalie, for spending time out of your day to be here with me. Thank you for being flexible with your time, by the way, as well. I appreciate that. And for all of our listeners out there, wherever you are listening, please make sure you head out into your community, make a positive change and do some good. Until next time, guys, I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me.